Podcast One Production. Your morning agenda with Natasha Belling. Good morning. Thanks for your company. Let's check what's making headlines this Monday, the 21st of December. Christmas travel plans have been thrown into chaos. With the Greater Sydney region locked out of every state and territory around the country as the Northern Beaches COVID cluster continues to grow. Tough quarantine measures and bans have been put in place by Queensland, WA, South Australia, Victoria, Tasmania and the Northern Territory. Thousands of Australians made a desperate dash to airports over the weekend in a bid to try and save their festive plans. The Queensland Premier Anastasia Palaszczuk warning she may enforce tougher restrictions over the next few days. The police will be there randomly intercepting uh, with the view of putting in place harder border closure measures depending on what happens in the next 24 to 48 hours in Sydney. The Northern Beaches cluster in Sydney now stands at 68, but there are fears that the number could grow and the New South Wales government will increase restrictions to try and stop the spread of infections. New South Wales Premier Gladys Berejiklian has not ruled out a wider shutdown and says all Sydney residents need to be on alert. You shouldn't be leaving home unless you have to. You shouldn't be mingling with people unless it's absolutely necessary. And uh, you should also cancel events, as many people, including myself, have done. Of major concern, contact tracers still have not been able to identify the patient zero, the source of the Sydney cluster, and have no idea where the super spreader may have been. Epidemiologist and infectious diseases expert Professor Mary Louise McClaws has told Your Morning Agenda this latest cluster shows we need to overhaul hotel quarantine and immediately enforce rapid testing at airports. We need to test everybody that enters the country, be they um, flight crew, embassy staff and travellers, everybody, that no exception. They get a rapid point of care test and then we know who will potentially place the community at risk and they can be um, managed accordingly. Overseas now, and a dangerous new strain of COVID is sweeping the UK, with a growing number of countries like Belgium and Italy now banning travel to the region. Experts say the new variant of the virus is up to 70% more infectious than the original strain. Speaking on the BBC, UK Health Secretary Matt Hancock says there is a long way to go before residents can return to any form of normality. The new variant is out of control and we need to bring it under control and this news about the new variant has been a, a an incredibly difficult end to frankly an awful year and it's important for everybody to act uh, essentially act like they might have the virus and that's the way that we can control it together. Prime Minister Boris Johnson has now scrapped earlier plans to ease restrictions before Christmas, announcing a tougher lockdown. And to the US now, doses of the second COVID vaccine are starting to be rolled out. 
Thousands of healthcare facilities will receive the Moderna jab after it was given emergency approval by the US Food and Drug Administration last week. It comes as the Army General in charge of getting the COVID-19 vaccines out across America has apologised to the state's leaders over a miscommunication in the number of doses to be delivered in the early stages of distribution. But Army General Gustav Perner says the rollout remains on target. We remain on track to allocate 20, around 20 million doses of vaccine to the, all jurisdictions by the end of December, with distribution of those doses pushing into the first week of January. The virus continues to spiral out of control in the US, with letter statistics showing two Americans are now dying every minute from COVID. Now for a look at what else is making news around the country this Monday morning and the final report into Victoria's failed quarantine program, which led to its deadly second wave of the pandemic, will be released today. Our reporter James Lake has the latest details from Melbourne. Thank you, Tash. Yes, well, after a six-month investigation, the findings from the probe into Victoria's bungled hotel quarantine program will be out this morning. Breaches from the $195 million program seeded Victoria's second wave of the pandemic, and sadly, that led to more than 800 deaths. The investigation examined 63 different witnesses and received more than 300,000 pages of evidence. However, there's just one question we are unlikely to get an answer to, and that is to who decided to let private security guards run our quarantine hotels. To WA now and the family of a murdered bikey has asked for help from the state government to pay for his funeral. 51-year-old Rebels boss Nick Martin was shot dead at a racing event in Perth earlier this month. An application has been made on behalf of the Martin family to the Department of Justice for $8,000 to help cover the costs of the service. Our Perth reporter Brianna Graville joins us. And Brianna, it seems the request has not gone down well with the WA government. That's right, Tash. Premier Mark McGowan says he won't under any circumstances be using taxpayers' money to pay for the funeral of an outlaw bikey. The WA government did introduce a scheme two years ago to assist families who found themselves faced with unexpected funeral costs for relatives who had been been murdered. Mr Martin's family say they're no different to any other victim of violent crime. But the WA government says it's different because Mr Martin was involved in organised crime and they can't justify using taxpayers' money. Hundreds of bikies are expected to converge in Perth for the funeral on Wednesday. Now the latest in business and finance news this Monday morning. We're joined by Peter Switzer from switzer.com.au. Now, Peter, the latest coronavirus cluster in Sydney has thrown business into chaos just days before Christmas. Yeah, without a doubt. The Sydney Northern Beaches cluster was the curveball business did not need to see thrown just when Christmas parties were about to roll into holiday getaways across borders that now have been snapped shut. Victoria, WA, South Australia, Queensland and the ACT have all introduced quarantine impositions and Tasmania has understandably stood in the way of the Sydney to Hobart yacht race that has been cancelled. Anyone wanting to travel interstate anywhere will need to check out what restrictions apply with again the travel and hospitality sectors thrown into chaos with the cancellations disrupting business and ultimately leading to requests for rebates on upfront fees and charges already paid. Lawyers are bound to see a surge in business to deal with the consequences of disputes over who pays for this coronavirus hit to the business of Christmas. 
situation's much worse overseas, especially in the UK, Peter, where uh, the Prime Minister Boris Johnson has effectively cancelled Christmas with this tougher lockdown. Yes, the British Prime Minister has bitten the bullet and imposed new, stricter levels of coronavirus restrictions to curb rapidly spreading infections. Millions of people must cancel their Christmas get-togethers and most shops have to close in London and much of southern England. The capital and large areas in southern England are already under tough restrictions, but they have been taken to Tier 4 level, which requires all non-essential shops, hairdressers and indoor leisure venues to actually close. Restaurants, pubs, bars and theatres in much of the UK are already shut and prepared for a bleak Christmas, but now all shops in many areas that do not sell food or medicine have closed down until December 30. The coronavirus has effectively screwed Christmas in the UK. So awful. Now, how's the stock market set to respond to all of this? Because really Australia's been doing quite well until this latest cluster. Yeah, we've been doing brilliantly, but the futures on the Australian stock market tells us what to expect today, and it isn't pretty. An 85-point sell-off, or 1.27% down, is the early call. But as professional investors and retail stock players rush for the exit doors today on stocks that were set to do really well as the economy opened up for Christmas, parties, flying and holidays, the overall market index will sink like a stone. This will be a temporary sell-off, and for the courageous, there will be buying opportunities for stocks that eventually will do well when vaccines cancel this coronavirus threat. But right now, fear and loathing about the Christmas restrictions will not be ignored by the stock market today. Peter, thanks so much. Cheers. Check sport now with Tony Squires. And, Tony, it was supposed to be the last day of the first test. How crazy, Natasha. All over well inside three days after India posted that second innings of 36, their lowest ever. Now they head to Melbourne and the Boxing Day test without Virat Kohli. Weirdly, they were on top just a couple of hours before they were beaten. Uh, now Australia's bowling group is pumped, full of confidence, and even opener Joe Burns has played himself back into some sort of form. Wouldn't you love to be at the MCG on Saturday? But being from Sydney, we're not allowed. Yeah, uh, Dan, <laughs> Dan Christian's 15 ball 50 last night was the second fastest in BBL history. Helped the Sydney Sixers to a convincing 38-run win over the Adelaide Strikers. And the Southside Flyers are now the new WNBL champs. Yes, 10 years after Liz Cambage won her last Australian title, she's done it again with the Flyers. Too good for the Townsville Fire, winning yesterday's grand final 99-84. She had foul trouble early and set out the second quarter, but a 12-point third term helped set up the win. Leilani Mitchell was the MVP with 31 points. Credit to the fire, though. Uh, Wooden Spooners last season changed up the roster and made the grand final this time around. And, Tony, you've been watching something that's made you excited and angry mm. at the same time. Is it your wedding video? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that's my wife's viewing. Uh, yes, so excited to see Tiger Woods' 11-year-old son, Charlie, playing amazing golf with his dad in a father-son tournament. And so angry that at 11, he's already so much better than me. <laughs> he's, he's hitting five woods from 150 metres to within a metre of the hole to set up eagle. He twirls the club in his hand like Tiger. He strides like Tiger after the ball as another putt goes into the hole. He's better than me. He's cooler than me. I need a holiday. Oh, but he's got the gene pool. That's not oh, fair, is it? It's not fair. It's amazing to watch. Yeah, Phenomenal. he's incredible, isn't he? Yeah, great kid. Sponsorship deals already locked in. Happy <laughs> Monday, Tony. Thanks so much. You too. 
Checking the weather details around the country now this Monday morning and the rain is set to continue in many parts of Australia today. Brisbane partly cloudy, a top of 31. Rain developing once again in Sydney, 24 on the way. Rain developing also for Melbourne and Canberra, 23 and 25 degrees there respectively. Hobart, shower or two on the way, a top of 21 degrees today. Checking Adelaide, morning shower or two on the way, 22 degrees. Sunny and 33 for Perth and showers with a possible storm in the afternoon, a top of 31 for Darwin. And there's speculation a secret Santa who's gifted workers at iconic Australian company RM Williams more than $1,000 in cash is the one and only Aussie showman, Mr Hugh Jackman. All 900 employees of the Adelaide-based firm reportedly received the generous present of cash from the Aussie actor who is formerly a 5% shareholder as well as a global boot ambassador. An internal company memo was sent out late last week revealing a previous shareholder made the generous donation. It's a nice little Christmas present and that's all you need to know to start your day with your morning agenda. In your podcast feed from 6.30am every weekday morning, please rate and review and you can also follow us on your socials at Your Morning Agenda on Instagram. I'm Natasha Belling. Thanks so much for your company. Have a great day and we look forward to seeing you tomorrow.